Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by the new series Life Sentence, premiering Wednesday, March 7th at 9, 8 central, only on The CW. Who's the star? Lucy Hale. Who's C. Hale? Exactly. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is a headline I just read, like 45 seconds ago. Okay. Usmagazine.com slash celebrity moms. Kylie Jenner is mom shamed on Twitter for having long fingernails. <laughs> I read that too, sadly. There's a photo of Kylie Jenner, the first photo that she's posted of her, you know, full body holding whatever the fucking <laughs> baby's <body>. storming. <laughs> Holding Stormy, you know? <laughs> Whenever I want a baby reveal, I'm like, give me full body. It really does. Lindsay said it looks like she's holding a sack of flour. I, I, it I'm i looks... not convinced there's a baby in her arms no, either. It, it looks like, and I forget if I made this up or saw it somewhere like and laughed, but it looks like she, in high school, where they're like, here's a baby, like make sure it stays alive. And it's like a fake baby. It looks like she is like... Oh, after school and they like gave her the baby and she's like oh my god like i can't believe in the episode of strangers with candy that did this they were given real babies <laughs> have you seen oh no that's funny <laughs> and so they had to take care of real babies but that's like literally what i was explaining like that's because it, it it's been it can be sack of flowers it's those robot babies yeah. again i've also only seen this in movies on tv i've never seen this in person but she looks like she's being forced to hold a fake baby <laughs> <laughs> and there are all these I just love I mean I hate it's it's truly horrendous I mean that, I hate that tabloids can turn just a few trolley commenters into a story as though it's this you know widespread thing yeah like, uh, Kylie Jenner faces like widespread criticism for long fingernails but really there's just two people who they've quoted here one of them is how the F does at Kylie Jenner wear such long nails with newborn I can't even go long without scratching and that's my own not face. a criticism one, that's literally one, just a question I also one critic that. commented then I want to know how Kylie Jenner changes her babe's diaper with two inch nails I struggle with not getting poo under my millimeter nails a vocal naysayer shared those are two not criticism and like mommy shaming is real but th- those aren't mommy shaming. That's literally like how, like how, like I don't see that as mommy shaming because they both have really good points. Another tweeted, don't want to be a bitch, but the length of Kylie Jenner's nails tells me all I need to know about her parenting slash lack thereof. Okay. That's mommy shaming. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, that one's mommy shaming. There's a subtle difference. And I think somebody looking at her nails and saying like i can't even type with those nails or how does she do things like change a diaper and not get poop under her fingernails is such a good point because that's so real like i'm, so, I'm sorry I, every I'm time still... i reach in my purse i get shit under my fingernails like i can't imagine do not poop but there's no poop in there but you know what i mean <laughs> yeah us weekly i this is this is not an exaggeration us weekly managed to get three stories out of a single image one of them of is the one i did. just i just read kylie jenner is mom shamed on twitter for having long fingernails the other one kylie jenner poses with quote angel baby stormy on one month birthday same photo that's all they got it from then the third one is kylie jenner just joined hashtag tracksuit nation with baby stormy because she's wearing a, like a camo tracksuit <laughs> three stories from one photo of her standing in front They're of the garage the pros. door. And also she can't leave her house, which is crazy. Like she can't take that baby anywhere. I mean, she can. She's but... basically under self-imposed house arrest because 
she will get mobbed if she and she has been for the past like nine months so it's like her life is just a never-ending misery i honestly (laughs) am not it's like it's truly misery right i mean no and plus she's getting poop under her long fingernails all the time all the time she literally just it's her fingernails smell like poop there's poop under there she can't change the diaper <laughs> I love the like I love the assumption that Kylie Jenner is changing the diapers. Let's just say that right there. How many people do you think work for her? I think she has two nannies full time and then I think she has a night two night nannies, two night nurses. Yeah. If you have the money, fucking That's what I'm saying. Do it. That's what I'm saying. She doesn't need to she doesn't change diapers. There's no poop under her fingernails. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the answer to the question. It's like how is she changing the diapers? She's not. Right. So She's there not. you go. Is that mommy shaming? It's like the it's like the very iconic First Wives Club line where Diane Keaton is talking about how she ironed and starched her her husband's shorts, and they're like, "You did," and she goes, "Well, I supervised." <laughs> <laughs> hey, man! Sometimes it's the thought that counts. You don't have to do it. You just get it done. Well, for you. also also reminds me of not to quote another uh, thing from my arsenal, but the, the Golden Girls line where Blanche talks about having to wake up early in the middle of the night because of her kids, put on her robe, go downstairs, go to the other side of the house, and scream for the governess. I love that <laughs> you you literally have a Golden Girls quote for every for occasion. It's like, yeah. I, I'm trying to think of something that you might not have a Golden Girls reference for. Try, but, me. Try me. I know. I can't even think of a situation that you wouldn't have a reference for. Is there any, like, um, I don't know why I'm thinking this, but, like, is there any, like, incest moments? Like, what if, what, like... Are there any like inappropriate siblings moments? What would you inappropriate sibling? What would moments? you pull out? <laughs> no, there would be no. Uh, there's no. There's no. There's no incest. There. Okay, wow. So I I stumped you is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, you stumped me. Incest. Wow, with incest. Wow, you really <laughs> came with the big guns. Let's start the show. <laughs> you will drive us. Yeah, yeah, they wanna know. Hey. The most marvelous headline of the week. I had two in there and then I pared it down to one. I saw your process. You storied it. So I think it is better than why is Meghan Markle always touching her hair? Which was second place on Yahoo Lifestyle. Well, why though? Did you well, read the body it? language? The body language I expert hate, no, says... No, please don't quote listen, the, bi- no, the body I'm, language no, expert, not, no. Blanca Cobb, as in the salad, Blanca Cobb salad says that I some people, quote, some people touch their hair, play with their fingernails, or rub their arms in a way um, to psychologically or physiologically calm themselves when they're feeling anxious, uncomfortable, or stressed. I literally hate body language coaches. No, she's not a coach. She's a body language expert. I hate body language experts. Okay, but I don't that's know, not Lindsay, even She's no, an expert. She wrote a book even... called Method of the Masters, so I feel like I should trust her. Blanca Cobb Salad. That is the number one scam. It's like... If you write a book on something, then you're an expert. But writing a book is not that hard to get done. Like, you can just self-publish and be like, Lindsay Weber, like the ex- – I could just be like, Lindsay knows everything about, like, card playing. And then everyone's like, Lindsay Weber, she, like, wrote the book on card playing. It's like, mm, what? Like, I just – because I did it. You know what I mean? Also, I'm sorry. This book that she wrote called Methods of the Masters <laughs> is 146 pages long and was written by – 10 people yeah duh and probably like so they each wrote they each wrote you know 14 pages i'm telling you it's a scam but that's not even the headline you chose we're no right the headline i chose the headline i chose is um from the express and it is megan markle won't travel without this key item in her hand luggage you saw what it was right because i instagrammed it no 
Guess what it is. Oh, it's the quick wipes. It's hand sanitizer. Oh. What? It's wild that we went from not knowing who this woman is to now I know that she carries hand sanitizer in her <laughs> hand luggage. I mean, so many people carry hand sanitizer in their luggage. Also, is this is this is the Express just like mining her old website that is now yes. closed for content? Yeah, they are. Megan wrote on the now closed website, the TIG, that hand sanitizer is always something to take on a plane journey. Wow, what a revelation. She explained, I'm no germaphobe, but when I get on a plane, I always use some quick hand wipes or travel sanitizer to spray and wipe it all down. That includes the little TV, the service tray, and all the buttons around your to seat. To be fair, if somebody got on the plane and then promptly wiped down the seat, I would be like, fucking freak. <laughs> I consider buying wipes just to do that. I know, you're a full, you're, you're a full other, you're a problem. I don't want the flu. Okay, fine. You like chug hand sanitizer when you get on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do wash my hands a lot, though. I do wash my hands a it's lot. It's just, it's a true own to get, how, get on a plane, sit next to someone, and they proceed to take out hand wipes and wipe down the TV. I would just be like, wow, we're going to have a wild ride. I have poop under my fingernails for changing my child's diaper with long nails. Like, you're just not <laughs> Your dirty poop nails. <laughs> <laughs> dirty poop nails. Dust is unacceptable. It is unacceptable. You know, I made all those stupid movies with that bill you know i gave him a career and he yeah. stole mine i worked behind the cash register in his first store in his mm. first 15 stores yeah well i gave aaron a home and i gave him a daughter i washed his shorts i ironed them and i starched them oh you did yeah well i mean i supervised oh, oh. God, so what okay what happened with nick jonas and this woman okay well you did see the update right it wasn't random we thought it was random which makes it fun it oh, was it was not random no no. The Nick Jonas stands uh, sniffed out the info. So a, a really great story, a really great story from yesterday or two days ago was um, a series of, like a beautiful series of photographs, like um, just a visual story, no, no words needed. And it was like, photo of a girl falling off her bike, photo of Nick Jonas helping her up. And then like, it was photo so of them good. cuddling, Such photo a good of them meme. eating dinner. Then it suddenly nighttime and they're making out so it was like a whole day in the life of these two people and based on the images you think that it was a very like serendipity moment wedding planner moment where he helps her up he saves her and then they fall in love because of that like their meet cute is this sort accident this sort of minor injury accident it looked but like no. a movie plot it looked like so before sunset or whatever. we are not that Sunrise. lucky and neither is nick jonas so this happened in australia it happened in sydney and Obviously, TMZ found out this woman's name, which is Annalisa Azaredo. And she's a very smart woman, apparently. She's a biomed, like, grad student or something. So she's still kind of an unusual person. But the thing is, he started following her on Instagram the day before. Oh, so they so were probably... He probably slid into her DMs. He slid into her DMs, and then they met up, and then she fell off the bike. But he was already there. <laughs> so do you think he pushed her off the bike? <laughs> For a photo moment? I just more, I think the fantasy of this very perfectly constructed tweet by Jonas Music France that is just <laughs> Nick Jonas spotted helping a brunette who fell off her bicycle before spending the rest of the day with her in Sydney is just all that we need, even if it's not fully the truth. Jonas Music France really is the account to follow if you want more updates on uh, Nick Jonas and Annalisa Azaredo. Yeah, Jonas Music France dot so sugary dot com. <laughs> There's nothing TMZ or a tabloid loves more than th this hot woman is also smart 
They're like, oh, they're like, look at her. Look at her fucking beach body. And also she went to school. She's a scientist. (laughs) And it's like, look at her boobs. She's smart. Every every website's losing it because of this. It's it's a tale as old as time, I got to say. But it really is very much runs deep through the themes of the Daily Mail, Mm -hmm. etc. Um, the Daily Mail says, beauty and brains. The brunette stunner boasts with both... God, they repeat themselves. Beauty and brains. The brunette stunner boasts, boasts beauty. both beauty and brains. No, TMZ no, reporting. No, 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 no. Beauty and brains. The brunette... I, I, this is ruining my mouth. Beauty and brains. The brunette stunner boasts both beauty and brains. That's what happens when you see a beautiful woman in school, in school, smart, beautiful woman, and your body, you just mal, you literally malfunction. Your, your, your brain fault, like liquidizes, liquidizes, just out of your ears, pours from your ears and your whole body just like. Beauty and brains. <laughs> Jesus. There she is. Your cartoon. God, they call her a beauty. They your call cartoon her beauty and- jaw drops on the floor and your tongue rolls out like a red carpet. It's like a true. Steam comes out of my ears. World traveler. The beauty appears to have traveled the world if her social snaps are anything to go by. Are you kidding, Daily Mail? They're the only thing you go by ever. Oh my God. Wait, she's not only beautiful and smart, but she's traveled? Oh my God. Wow. It's the perfect woman. Neutral 13 from Cleveland, United States commented on the Daily Mail, she is nice looking and educated. Nice catch. <laughs> See, I'm telling you. To this man is like, hubba hubba. <laughs> I'm so glad that we're now like considering people's brains too, like as a true, you know, that was a true. The TMZ headline was, hot Aussie chick revealed she could have blinded him with science. That's funny. She's beauty and brains. <laughs> They use it too. Beauty and brains. One of these days, I hope one day someone describes me as having beauty and brains. That'd be nice. I'll describe. That's all I want. I'll describe you as that one day to someone. Oh, Bobby, he has beauty and brains. Can you imagine someone's like, "What's Bobby like in real life?" And I'll be like, "Oh yeah, no, he has beauty and brains." And they're like, (laughs) "What?" (laughs) Like suddenly, suddenly step on a moving walkway that moves them far away from you. Well, yes. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, no, like, it's crazy. You wouldn't expect, right? But he's got beauty and brains. <laughs> <They're> like, what? <laughs> Next time someone asks me to describe anyone, I'm just going to say that and see what happens. Whoever They'd be like, is. wait, what? Where did you just malfunction? <laughs> Giving a eulogy, as we all know. Like, yes. <laughs> like, Carol had beauty and brains. The sad thing we'll is, we'll all like, miss her. That kind of works. <laughs> <laughs> by far the best story of the week there's been no better story ever i'm literally when, when this story when this story we were together pushed to our tmz alerts both of our tmz alerts went off <laughs> and like both of us started at like tearing up having to wipe our face in public because we were at a coffee shop working and i was it was like crying at the coffee shop when we I had saw to this. excuse we had to leave we had been there for hours and we had to leave we started it cosplaying just... it it's like a true Honestly, it's the best story of the week. Of the year so year. far. No, well, there's, what was the one? Of that, the week. Yeah, okay. 
So TMZ reported that this some woman. Before we get to who that woman is, let's just start with like let's just start with it. Let's let's go on the same journey we went on. So before we get to the woman, some woman was impersonating Army Hammer's wife, who you know if you listen to this podcast, we because we talked about her. Her name is she owns a bakery in Texas in Uh my hometown. She's the one who owns a bakery, but then is also on that like do gooders board. Remember, we were like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah. Um, (laughs) Somebody was impersonating her to call Vanity Fair, I believe. And try and get into the Vanity Fair party. Right. Okay. And so literally. Which is notoriously very hard to get into. Clearly. So what happened Like not every celebrity gets into this. This woman who we'll reveal later, she sent an email. Well, she tried to get in by saying, like, she was like, hi, I'm Army Hammer's wife. Can you send us our invites? But send my invite to this separate um, address. (laughs) (laughs) Because. Because she was going to be arriving independently. And they were like, what? And then literally Elizabeth Chambers sued her in court for like impersonation or something. Fraud. I don't know what you would sue for. Oh, misappropriation. Misappropriation of name. Okay. She's saying she's being like um, slandered. Is that what I don't, kind of? I, don't know. Again, this is like really we're not lawyers. Stupid. This call is call in. Stupid. This is actually if you are a lawyer and know about this, call in. This is kind of interesting. You also just uh, shouldn't sue for this. I feel like am I being like why? Who cares? If I had the money and the time, and someone tried to get into the the Oscar party you on don't. my behalf, I'd have I'd I'd sue. I wouldn't sue because then it's in a court of record. Now we're reading about it on the TMZ and we're lolling. Like she shouldn't have done it. Then we wouldn't have known. Like do you know what I mean? It just it. She escalated it, and now it's, like, the funniest thing I've ever seen. But I mean, I'm anyway, glad she escalated it, but what did you think was going to happen? But Anyways. what's really great – anyway, the great the great thing about the story, which is a great way to reveal her name, and then, Lindsay, I'll let you have the baton again, is that this is this particular line from TMZ. Chambers claims the emails fraudulently stated the sender was Elizabeth, as in Elizabeth Chambers, and asked if Army could bring an extra guest. The Vanity Fair party planners wanted to know the name of the plus one, and she emailed back, Diana Ellis. So she's pretending to be Elizabeth, saying, oh, can my friend Diana also come? Which is another wild move. It's, like, really ballsy. Because why would Army Hammer's wife bring this First woman, of all, send Diana? The tickets, send the tickets to this other address, like my other address. But also, can my random friend Diana Ellis come? <laughs> yes, it's me, Elizabeth Chambers. I have a friend named Elizabeth, named Diana Ellis. Can she come? The best part of this... Don't tell my husband, Army Hammer, about be- this. <laughs> before we, like, knew who this woman was, because it wasn't, like, they didn't have this woman's name until, like, re- I mean, or I didn't read this woman's name. Can you just imagine, like, it was you trying to get... The t- you call Vanity Fair and you're like... Hello. <laughs> hey. <laughs> my name's Elizabeth Chambers. I'm Army Hammer's wife. Have you heard of him? <laughs> And then just having to put in like little, uh, little flourishes to make your call more believable. You're like, "Hey, you put the bake, put the cookies back in the oven at my bakery in San Antonio." Okay, I'm on the phone. Wow, you like did research. Yeah, like, oh, oh, excuse me, my husband Armand is calling. Can I, uh, can I call you back in one second? Oscars committee, Vanity Fair Oscar party committee. So this woman, let's get to her. 
even more iconic. This She's is not, amazing. This is not just some random poor person. It's not okay? Lindsay, right? It's not like Lindsay being like, I want tickets to the Oscar It's party. not just some scammer like me calling and having this great idea. It's a literal rich very rich woman who it's is a so, career scammer who is so rich that she's a career scammer and that she was almost on housewives she's friends with the housewives her name is diana roke ellis mm-hmm. and she is according to ally.com so a lot of people were writing about her because she was considered to be on housewives so they're um so they wrote kind of these little bios i don't she didn't make it on Housewives. she wasn't actually on housewives but mm. The she fi- knows them. She's a 50, or she was a 53-year-old artist. I forget whenever this was written, but she was married to William H. Ellis, the owner of Farley's and Sather's Candy Company, the second largest privately owned candy, ma- candy manufacturer, who passed away in 2000 at the age of 76. So she was 41 when he died at 76. So rich woman. Mm-hmm. There is a wonderful like excerpt from a book that I found with her featured in it. The book This is amazing is, that you found this. The book is it's really easy to find shit on the internet. The book is called The King of Cons, Exposing the Dirty Rotten Secrets of the Washington Elite. And one of the chapters is about how this person who essentially like makes it their job to hook up very, very rich people with charities that will get them in with the cool people. Do you know what I mean? So if you mm-hmm. spend enough money on a specific charity, you can get you can get to be friends with uh, very rich, cool people who are the ones that have the charities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not actually, they're not rich. You're rich. But, like, they're, like, famous-y and they have charities and you give your money to their charities and then you're in with them. So this is a person yeah. who, like, m- he was, like, a matchmaker for a charity and a rich person. Mm-hmm. And so there's a whole chapter on Diana who, like, and her husband who, like, moved to L.A. and want in. And let me read you a little bit of it to get a sense of this woman who may- might be my new favorite person. She's... <laughs> Right? I mean, she's perfect, right? Yeah, she's good. She's okay. like she's like a, a very sort of like uh, harmless intrigue, like LA yes. intrigue. It's Old, like a lot of, it's like yes. it's like fun LA stuff. It's like very LA, Hollywood-y sort of um, sneaky stuff, but it, it's, it's not nasty, you know? It's like, because it's not nasty, it's really fun. She's like an old school operator who's like, husband yeah. left her with too much money and now she's just like bored trying to get into Vanity Fair yeah. Oscar party. Okay, so this is from that chapter about Diana. Accompanied by Peter Paul, I met Diana Ellis at the L.A. Sports Club on Sepulveda Boulevard in Westwood. She was a sweet woman, svelte, with long brown hair and swarthy skin, and the exotic beauty suggested by her ancestry, which was half Armenian, half Scotch-Irish. I liked her from the start. She had hired publicists to work for her, some other Hollywood operator types. She'd even brought in a psychic. They'd oh, so all LA. failed. None of them was getting her the kinds of intros she wanted. Wait, so she brought in a psychic not to find a lost pet or child. She brought one in to try and get her to meet other famous people, rich famous people, to be friends with them. Then I want to read to you another part that's just like very um, indicative of the timing of this. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was funny. Over the course of the next several months, I continued to provide Diana Ellis with with entrees into the social circle she so desired to move in and she continued to pay me under the table she was paying him a a ten thousand dollars a month it was a (laughs) fyi it was a nice arrangement and i made some decent money we held parties at her house to which i invited celebrities i knew ready for these celebrities stephanie powers fabio 
Kay and Maury Amsterdam, whom Bill loved, Martin Landau, and Gene and Casey Kasem. Oh my God. I also. What a bad party. It's the worst party. Casey Kasem and Martin Landau, like, fucking. I also introduced them to Dr. Stephen Hoflin, renowned plastic surgeon I met through Kay Siegel, a local hero in the collagen infused town of LA. I also was able to hook up the Ellis's with Frank Sinatra. I cold called Barbara, Frank's fourth wife, who sponsored the nonprofit Barbara Sinatra Children's Center, and told her I had some potential donors for her. Barbara Sinatra. Oh, uh, so she invited my clients to her annual charity event in Palm Springs. Bill gave her a check for $10,000, plus an extra for the diet queen, Nikki Haskell, who was riding along on the Ellis's dime. Who the fuck is that? Schnorr, schnorr that she is. What the fuck is a schnorr? Schnorr that she is. Nikki had bugged and bugged me about it until I agreed to push Diana to include her. What? I mean, she's been doing this for decades. This is like... Reading this book is like going back in time to an era that is like, this is, this is what we're report. This is what Who Weekly is about now. <laughs> well, what also what this, the way this reads to me is that, I mean, tell me if, 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 if you interpreted it the same way, it seems like 20 years ago, she wouldn't have had to impersonate someone's wife. Like 20 years ago, she would have been in. She no, that's gone what I'm this saying. Party. Clearly she's And now so... she's sort of like, now she's out of it. Like well, Casey Kasem is not her, you know, her link to the Hollywood glamorati at this point right so she was 53 in whenever this was written in 2012 so how old is she now what's 53 plus 5 57 57 Lindsay. okay so she's 57 no 58 58 58. jesus christ i know she's 58 now doing this so it's just funny that yeah i mean she's just like She's just like a relic. Not, I don't mean that she's like that old, but she's just clearly a relic of a time when you could pay your way into stuff. And so she can't she pay can. her, she can't pay her way into the office. She just doesn't know. She just doesn't know the right people anymore. I feel like can just somebody take her? Now I feel bad. <laughs> can't just somebody give her their plus one? Yeah, I feel like she needs to befriend a, a Chris Jenner or someone. Um, you know. She needs yeah. to befriend one of the housewives. If no, she's already friends she with is. them, why doesn't she's she friends with them? Maloof and Kyle Richard. Yeah, okay. Well, she... I also, Kyle Richard isn't getting an invite to the Vanity Fair Oscar party, so I, never mind. I'm just saying, like, if you have a plus one, I can't, why don't you just call her up? Because this is really getting to be, she's being she sued just wants to go. by Elizabeth Chambers, and all she wants to do is go to, now I feel bad for, like, I like her now. I just, she just wants to go to a fun Oscars party. It's true. You know? And she just assumed, like, why not? But she's like, so rich. She's so rich. She'll be a good friend. She'll, pay, all... she'll pay for dinner. I'm sorry. She'll pay all... for the car there. Out of all people to catfish, like, Army Hammer's wife is what you're going to go for? That's really smart. No, that on it, that makes me think that she did her research. She probably looked at the entire guest list and was like, who... <laughs> who, I, who, could, who could I make this work with? But also just like, who is this woman? Elizabeth Chambers. Like, they don't know who this woman is. And they don't. But then they this do. This photo of her, this photo of her posing in her really uh, ornate and like nineteenth uh, century French living room is really something. Yeah, like she has a harp that's never been played. Yeah, a, a chess set with like solid gold pieces um, that are you know ten you inches mean high. An oversized chess set, like an over- a comically <laughs> oversized chess set. You're not rich unless you have a comically oversized chess set. Do you follow her on Instagram? Because no, she's but private. Well, I followed her. Did on you request? F- I requested from Who Weekly. <laughs> oh. Her I quote mean, in her bio is, 
Give me anything and I will turn it into magic. I mean, not <sighs> Elizabeth Chambers' name. She's... <laughs> that didn't work. I was funny. Give me anything and then parentheses, but Elizabeth Chambers' name <laughs> and I will turn it into magic. Well, the thing is, is that she wasn't even... She was impersonating Elizabeth Chambers, but she wasn't going to go to the party and pretend to be here. She was going to be herself, but she was going to yeah. be her plus one. I don't know how she thought she was going to pull this off. If you work at Vanity Fair and you were the one that had to deal with this, I really want to hear the inside story of this. Can you email us? But what I will say is I don't think this is – that's not a scam you use – you whip out for the first time at the Vanity Fair Oscar party. Oh, she's done this. This is a scam she's done before. So, like, this has worked. There must be a precedent here. Like, she has used this scam in the past and it's worked swimmingly, but she thought that she could get away with it. Like, how many times – maybe she's done it with Elizabeth Chambers before for, like, a People's Choice party. There's nothing to lose except for bad press, which she just got. I think Elizabeth Chambers is crazy for suing her. This is, like, not a huge deal. It's, like, kind of just funny and weird. And it's, like – you know, they caught her. Yeah, it's but also, funny. and also I bet when it comes to like rich people suing, they have lawyers on retainer and the lawyer was probably like, we should just sue her. Like, <laughs> just do this. Right. And they'll settle. The lawyers and decide Elizabeth what Chambers sue, yeah. will get like, you know, $10,000 to like. She'll put, donate it to a charity. She'll put it into her bakery and it's a funny story. And I love you, Diana. And like, you're my queen. I love you. So. Diana Roque Ellis. Love her. She's sort of like, um, she reminds me of a uh, a little more, like a West Coast, a West Coast, more glam version of Queen of Versailles, you know? I mean, sure, you know? sure, sure. Yeah, like not sure. Florida, like the LA version of her. Totally. I mean, I might read this whole book because I feel like I already need to know more about Diana. Although I feel like she's not, she's only in this chapter, but I'm very curious about her world because um, who is Diet Queen Nikki Haskell? <laughs> who is she? Hi, I'm Nikki Haskell, and whether I'm walking the red carpet or doing a photo shoot for my new diet product, Star-Shaped Diet System, people all ask me the same question, how do I go on a diet? It's very difficult. Remember that 67% of Americans are overweight. That means that two out of every three people need to go on a diet now. I want to tell you about a fabulous new diet secret to the stars, Star-Shaped Diet System. Look great, feel great. Get in shape with Star Shape. Remember, no one can go on a diet for you. It's up to you. Don't be a diet statistic. Take Star Shape today. And go to my website, starshapeproducts.com, and buy your Star Shape today. Dare to be fabulous. So have you heard of this new show, Life Sentence? Life Sentence. I have heard of it. And you know why? Because as you know, I'm a like the world's biggest hypochondriac. As someone who is constantly thinking that they're dying, this show is like a fantasy world that like I have never in my life imagined because it's about someone who thinks that they're dying the and, then, and then finds out and then finds out that they're not. Whereas in my in my own like fucked up brain, anytime I think I'm dying, I'm like inconsolable. And I just always think I'm dying. The thought that I would possibly be dying and then find out that I'm not has never once crossed my mind. (laughs) Like what happens to Lucy Hale in this show is not a fantasy. 
But this show is about like living your best life because you're dying. But I feel like if you were actually dying, you would not be living your best <laughs> life. <laughs> no, like in this show, Lucy's, Lucy Hill's like, oh, I'm just so happy I'm married. I have this cute little apartment. Like, I love life. And if I were dying, I would be in a ditch just rolling around saying like, oh, it's getting worse. Oh, right. I feel don't like, bother with the yeah. meds. Oh. The whole point of this is like how, how it frees you. And <laughs> So Lucy Hale and Life Sentence is the opposite of me if I had that diagnosis. We have steered you in the direction of Riverdale Dynasty. This is the newest CW show that we are really into. Life Sentence starring, as you heard, Lucy Hale. But like, aside from Lucy Hale, we're going to like get into Lucy Hale in a minute. Is there anyone else in the show that caught your fancy? Well, yeah, one of them is Carlos Peña Vega. <gasps> Wait, Alexa Peña Vega's husband? Yes, of Alexa Peña Vega fame. Do you remember that they smushed their names together? Well, I'll never forget. Yeah, I think that's it's both very progressive and cute. It's just a really good name. Who else is in it? Oh, the guy from How to Get Away with Murder. What's his name? Elliot Knight. Also, I did karaoke with him once. That's a long Wait, story. Wait, what? Yeah, in you Los did karaoke Angeles. with the Who? That's on a CW show. I don't know who it was, but then our friend was like, "Oh, that's so and so from How to Get," and I was like, "Oh, cool." I was wondering why he was so hot. <laughs> The CW knows how to find hot people. Living in LA is coming across hot people and then finding out there's a reason for them being hot. It's just that like they're famous. Do you know what I mean? Brooke Lyons, who I don't know, Riley Smith from Nashville. Oh, and yeah. if you don't if you don't know this, this is a big one. Riley Smith is the love interest from New York Minute. Remember that Olsen Twins movie? Anyone? 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 No? Okay, no. Isn't he a vampire in True Blood? You were the one who watched True Blood. But I'm trying to figure out yeah, he's the he's the he's a vampire who starts he gets with Arlene at one point. Okay, so Jason Blair from Young and Hungry, mm-hmm. and my probably the the one who that I noticed, like a character actor who, Dylan Walsh from Nip Nip Tuck, who like obviously you would know, and from The Lake House. The Lake House. You know, people don't talk about The Lake House enough. The Lake House is a Hooey rom-drom, and it should be a them rom-drom. Anyways, these are all the Who's that you will encounter on Life Sentence. I feel like that's a lot. That's a big variety of Who's. Everyone from hotties to Dylan Walsh. I guess he's a hottie too, mm-hmm. but like, you know what I mean? Remember how we said that in Dynasty, like everything happens in the first episode? Everything happens happens in the first episode of Life Sentence. She's like, I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm ready to die. I'm married and I'm happy. And then they're like, oh, by the way, you're not dying. Everything's bad. And then her whole life falls apart. I can't actually, I want to say what happens, but the the real fun is like watching everything like go nuts. So I don't want to spoil what happens, but like (laughs) they're really like really silly and fun reveals because everyone has been lying to her basically her entire life. Right. To make her life seem like a fantasy, but it's not. Okay. But let's just like, what we wanted to focus really on was Lucy Hale. Okay. She's the star. As you might know, Lucy Hale, or maybe you still don't. She's the themiest pretty little liar. She's the one who we predicted would have a career. But by the and way, look just because you're a themiest pretty little liar doesn't mean you're a them. She's still a who. She's just the totally, themiest one. Totally, totally. So because she's still basically a who, um, I created a game for Bobby to really test his Lucy Hale knowledge. We're going to call it Who the Hell? <laughs> that was my name. That was my name. Who the hell? But Lindsay wrote the quiz. I don't know it. I did. This this quick quiz will kind of determine whether Bobby knows who Lucy Hale is. But I guess the the answer really is that he doesn't. But we're just it's it's a. What is Lucy Hale's real name? Susan, Karen, Linda, or Georgia? She's a country girl. I'm gonna call her Georgia. No, her name is Karen. Her real name is Karen. Karen. How do you say Karen without an exclamation mark? Karen. Honestly, Karen Hale is a way more memorable name than Lucy Hale. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Wow, do Don't not disparage Lucy Hale right now, please. Karen Hale. Karen Hale. Okay, number two. What was her first on-screen role according to her IMDb? Oh, I think I know this. Isn't it, it was Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2? Okay, can you, uh, no. Can oh. you just stop? Was she Hadley Hawthorne in the OC? Was she Hazel on Drake and Josh? 
Was she Amy Cassidy on Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide? Or was she Effie on The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2? I know she was in, she was, I think it's the OC, because I remember seeing photos of her from the OC. Okay, she was in all these things. These are all real roles, but the first role on her IMDb is Amy Cassidy on Ned's Declassified School Survival (laughs) Guide TV series. I've never heard of that. Okay, I got that wrong. Keep going. What was her country album called? Lucy Hill had a country album. Do you remember that? Oh, I love that country album. Okay, ready? Was it Road Before, Road Ahead, Road Beside, or Road Between? The Road Ahead. It's Road Between. (sighs) Got it wrong. You're bad at this. How did Lucy Hale die in Scream 4? A, she and Sinead Grimes get trapped and smushed by an elevator. B, she and Sinead Grimes get stabbed in the neck. C, she and Sinead Grimes get hooked in the back. Or D, she gets eaten. (laughs) I think she and Sinead Grimes get hooked in the back. No, they get stabbed in the neck. (laughs) Who hooks? The hook is from I Know What You Did Last Summer, dummy. We saw, didn't we see Scream 4 together? The opening yeah, it day. was amazing. Do you remember we were like, this movie is the It's best. the best movie. It's the best movie. <laughs> Two more questions, and then you're and then you'll be either a Lucy Hale genius or a I mean, not genius. I'm already a Lucy Hale. I'm a Lucy Hale idiot. Let me tell you something. Okay, so IMDB.com has a thing called trademarks. They like they're they're weird. They give them to each actor. Lu- what is Lucy Hale's? Is it thick eyebrows, short <laughs> stature, or soft mellow voice? That is deranged of IMDB to do this. Um I think it's short stature. No, it's thick eyebrows. <laughs> and this last one is a real is a bonus question. You've gotten them all wrong so far. Let's see if you can get this one right. Who did Lindsay think that Lucy Hale was for about six months in 2011? <laughs> a. Lily Collins. B. Shay Mitchell. D. C. Victoria Justice. Or D. Sarah Highland. <laughs> uh, Shay Mitchell. That is correct. <laughs> I really didn't know who she was. Oh my! In 2011. God. Well, I got the only I got the only important question right, so I think I got a hundred. I got a hundred percent. I got an A. I got an A plus. Through that quiz, we've learned a lot about Lucy Hale. Yeah, we did. She has thick eyebrows, and she died in Scream alongside Shanae Grimes. And she's the star of CW's new show, Life Sentence, which is pretty good. I'm gonna watch it this week, Wednesday, March 7th, 9 8 Central, only on the CW. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? What did Rita Ora do this week? Okay. I feel like there's only one thing. You have a few other things well, on here. Let's let's put let's read these two before we get into the main one. Okay. Number one, Rita Ora and Liam Payne send fa- send fans wild with amazing performance at the Global Awards, but continue to keep their distance after Cheryl was accused of making him not go near her. Okay, excuse <laughs> me. The language here is a real problem because you can't. Cheryl was accused of asking him not to go near her is so confusing. Yeah, like it's her very confusing. means Rita Ora, right? Not Cheryl. Yes. Yes. So. Th- God, right? It's confusing. It's- also, but they're they're gonna keep milking this story where it's like Cheryl hates Rita, but you know Rita. Even if that's true, Rita Ora doesn't care. This next, next one is really up, good. Rita Ora apologizes to fans for quote blocked nose as she takes to the stage with the cold. Hate that. But, like her fans didn't care. There was like a very good quote from one of her fans to delete out of the thing. We don't care. We love Rita with the blocked nose. We love. It her. was it was literally some stand that was like yes like queen is on stage and like her nose is messed up but like she's still serving it i don't know what it was i mean same actually that's fine uh did i 
Oh, and then this last one, uh, a political story on Al Jazeera. So it's like a very like legit news site. Mm-hmm. And the headline is, Rita Ora sang for independence. But where is Kosovo heading? Yikes. Just using Rita Ora's performance at Kosovo's Independence Day as a peg for, imagine or as like a reference that, point. To imagine like, thinking that Rita Ora would spice up your boring ass Kosovo piece like by putting her name in the headline. But what's the big news about Rita this week? She started a clothing line. But did she or did she just launch her own merch label and decide to call it a clothing line? We all know based on, you know, who just did this? Nicole Kidman's daughter? Okay. And they call it a fashion line? We all know that the trend is to say, I'm starting a fashion line, but really you're just putting your logo on stuff. It just feels very, when you're a musician and you have merch, that's a thing, right? You call it your merch, right? Like, but we all know Rita Ora's very good at branding, so she's calling her merch a fashion line. Rora Republic. Rora. 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 Like, you're going to hear me, Rora. Well, but that's not even her song. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I'm not saying it has to be her song. Also, I don't like that none of it is. It's not spelled like Aura. It's not spelled like no, Rita. No, and it's also A-O-A-R-A. just a bunch of t-shirts. Rita, I thought and you were hats, fashion. And caps and bucket hats and hoodies and sweatshirts. And, you know, it's all kinds of things, Lindsay. Please do not disrespect this fashion line. I just feel we like who's going to wear a shirt that says Rora Republic on it? Just me. T-shirt. I am buying. I am. You're not going to buy it. This stuff yes. is, like, expensive. No, I'm buying a t-shirt and I'm buying a cap. No, you're because not. I need summer wear. I'll wear it to the beach. You are not. I promise you I will buy at least a cap. You are not. You are not. I will buy at least a cap. You are not. I will buy at least a cap. I do like the embroidery on this Aurora Republic shirt, and I like that it's in rainbow. She's a real panderer. I love it. <laughs> Is that it? I felt well. We thought we would have more to say about this fashion line. Well, it's just but like no. it's 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 just funny because Rita is fashionable, and then she launches a merch line that's just. Uh, T-shirts with Roar Republic on it and a, and a bucket hat or whatever. I want, you know, big pictures of her face. I want, you know, it's just, it's like disappointing to me because she's like, it's one thing to have like a fashion line that has like a label, but when it's like promoting you, like no one knows that Rora means Rita Ora. You want a big Rita Ora thing on your shirt. I don't know. I'm crazy. I'm looking, I'm looking too deep into this. Also, maybe that's going to come later. For now, she has I to she has to introduce it with something very classy. You know, just text, just you know, the the, the Union Jack. Whatever. Uh, I'm going to buy that bucket hat for sixty bucks or whatever it costs and wear it. Never. I really don't know. Oh yeah, it is. It's in pounds, isn't it? The caps are twenty five dollars in pounds. What is that in? That's fifty bucks, isn't it? Twice our money, or it used to be. Are you doing a conversion right now? Thirty four dollars. See. Actually, it's not that bad. But I'll buy it for a cap for a Rita hat. Fine. But it's not even a Rita hat. Okay, whatever. Buy our hats. It says Don't buy Rora Republic, and then on the bottom it says Rora Republic London. Yeah, that's what I want. Stupid. Okay. Anyways, this is bad. We need to end um, this de- this show. God. Okay. Bye, Fuck. everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Um. Wait. No. A rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> we'll see you on Thursday. Call in. Uh, 619 who them we love you bye you bye 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 they wanna know hey Who did Lindsay think that Lucy Hale was for about six months in 2011? <laughs> that was a HeadGum podcast. Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by the new series Life Sentence, premiering Wednesday, March 7th at 9, 8 central, only on The CW. Who's the star? Lucy Hale. Who's C. Hale? Exactly.